Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You good, T-Money? Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit, the bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, as hard as it get, I do not throw powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my niggas is broke, what good is first class if my niggas can't Shit. That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never beef with a nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's destined to change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you no money won't erase the pain to the ogs i'm thanking you now was watching you when you was paving the ground i copied your cadence i mirrored your style i studied the grace i'm the greatest right now fuck if you feel me you ain't got a choice i ain't do no promo still made all that noise this shit gonna be different i set my intentions i promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The Billy is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money in your palm will make you real Put it is on their neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand, don't I'm make dead in the middle of two generations I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with your 21 Savage I'm about to go on me, jigger for lunch Had a long talk with the young nigga Kodak Reminded me of young niggas from Ville Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we set up the I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your palm don't make you real Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel if it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand don't make you real Yes, yes, yes. You already know what it is. It's Thursday. It's 5 o'clock, and that means one thing. It's time for Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. And back again. Oh, my gosh. You guys, you guys made me, they told me to make sure that we had Addy back on the program. What's really good? So here you are, Addy. Hey. Live and in the flesh, in studio, 
for another Ben Talks. How you been? You been? You had a good week? I did. I just came back from the Bahamas. What? Bahamas? Yes. It was warm. It was like everything I needed. And then when I came out at the damn airport, it was eight degrees. So Well, you, you came back on Monday? I came back like, yeah, Monday night that, and it that, was awful. That, that, was, that was a bad idea on your yeah, part. You, I know. You, you know. Should have timed but. it better. But <laughs> I did get to experience what sun feels like. And it's been oh, a long yes. time. So it that has, was nice. It has been a long time. The sun, it hits your skin. Mm-hmm. You do got the little little vacation tan you, going. You know what I'm saying? You My got skin the, got a little evened out because, okay, you know, you okay. get a little discolored in the winter. Whatever. Yeah, you, you start hide, you <laughs> hiding out in the winter. That's why, you know, uh, you don't want to go outside. Mm-hmm. And then today was disgusting. Today was terrible. Disgusting. Like, I, you know how many umbrellas I saw, you mm, know, die? Washed up. A lot of people just, the umbrellas just flying out of their arms. I'm like, oh, You know what I saw gracious. that was worse? Washed up shit on the sidewalk. Like, well, this is why I don't fuck with human that's, beings that's and New I York. just stay inside. Oh, that's New York City for you. Disgusting. That's, uh, <laughs> that, that is New York City for you. That, that's what happens, you know? Yeah. So, you know, there's homeless people all over the place. And then you just got the crazies, the unrulies, right. all types of nonsense going on. But... You made it. You're here. I did. Thursday, I did. 5 o'clock. It's Ben Talks. Yo, just as advertised, you know, we got a major, major announcement that's coming at the bottom of the show. We're making this announcement last half hour of the show, so stay tuned if you want to know what it is. And we got a special guest who may be coming through. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a popular guy. People want to drop in right. and, uh, you know, say what's up. So, maybe... You we'll know, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll we'll see. But but keep listening. Stay tuned for that. Um, but we got a lot to talk about, man. A lot a lot went on this week. It did. Oh man. Um, what are we starting with? We're starting with Chris Brown finding himself in some sort of trouble again. Right. Okay. Well, uh, according to uh, CNN, um, a woman, a young woman in Paris, accused Brown, Chris Brown. And um, two other I- unidentified um, friends of his of rape. Um, and so pretty much what she said was that at one point during the night, she said she went to the bathroom. Well, at this point, she was in his in his home or whatever a hotel he was staying in in mm-hmm. Paris. And uh, she went to the bathroom and Chris Brown allegedly followed her. Uh, he grabbed her arm, allegedly, and pulled her into a co- into a room that resembled a closet. She told um, some tabloid that the alleged assault uh, went on for nearly 30 minutes. So apparently, like, he was there and then, like, two of his other friends, something like that. So uh, no charges have been filed against him, but he was arrested at the time of the complaint uh, and has since been released on Tuesday. No charges filed, but there's an investigation that is ongoing. Yeah. Um, And Chris Brown took to Instagram because this is like, you know, this is the age of uh, Twitter and Instagram press releases. This is how your fans get to know what's going on with you. Um, Live and direct. Live and direct. I want to make it perfectly clear. Uh Uh-oh. This is false and a whole lot of cap. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever that means. He wrote in all caps. (laughs) Uh, for my daughter and my family, this is so disrespectful, and it's against my character and morals. Yeah, right. If I was if I was accused of rape and I didn't do it, I would probably say something similar. Um, so his uh, the singer's attorney says that now Chris Brown is going to uh, is going to file charges against the young woman who yeah. uh, accused him of rape. And so uh, I just want to know what your thoughts are on on. Mm. I want to know what your thoughts are on should. Chris Brown pursue legal action against this woman who accused him of rape. 
if you know um assuming that you know at, yo yeah. absolutely because what if luckily it got it's so early on in the process mm-hmm. they re- they figured that he you know and then I, I believe a witness came out and said that chris brown himself had nothing to do with mm-hmm. what went on so luckily it was early enough in the process that he didn't get into any serious trouble. And if right. I'm not mistaken, I think he might still be on probation or something like that. Mm. So mm. that this could have ended really bad. We could have mm. been today. We could have been uh, tweeting and, and Instagramming free Chris Brown. Right. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm glad it turned out this way, but he absolutely should. This should be mm. a penalty mm-hmm. for women who cry rape. Mm-hmm. And because it, it's, it's stories like that. That make the actual victims not like mm-hmm. people not believe them. And that's the people because people look at, oh, well, this woman lied and that woman lied. So mm-hmm. you who actually may have gotten raped, vic- uh, may have gotten victimized, you get, you, you know, people look at you and, and think the same thing. Like, oh, you're lying. You're just trying to t- tear down another man. Right. You know, you're just trying to get a check. You're just trying to get famous. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. saying this person raped you. So she right. should definitely face like some some crime she should definitely face some type of punishment mm-hmm. and he should definitely move forward with suing this young woman i agree i agree and um also because like another layer of this story was that this happened in paris like you know god yeah. knows what goes on there as far as their laws and i mean not like things are much better here in the u.s this yeah, is I mean, probably the worst place <laughs> to be exactly. as a black man but exactly. god knows what other types of weird shit that goes on in other countries i don't know their whole legal system so that could have been really terrible um and also on top of that like when a woman or when anybody falsely accuses someone of rape like the typical like um sentencing on that is just a year which i don't think is fair wait when a woman yeah falsely accuses when a person falsely accuses a person falsely Mm -hmm. i mean many out here really like yeah so majority of times of course it's going to be women (laughs) so uh, but when a person falsely accuses someone of rape mm-hmm. the maximum this is the maximum punishment based on what i've seen one mm-hmm. year one year yeah wow. one year and like to me i feel like you should be registered as a sex offender yeah i feel like you should be you know you should get whatever the sentence would have been for the person you accused yeah because I, I, that's what i believe yeah this guy, <laughs> this guy's locked up 10 mm-hmm. 5 10 15 years mm-hmm. off of being falsely accused of rape right and I feel like, you know, historically, this is always a really just like tough spot, especially as a black person, mm-hmm. because it's just like, you know, I'm a, as a black woman, especially because it's just like just if you know your history, if you know black history, you know that, um, you know, that oftentimes white women have in the past used uh, accusations of rape as a pretense for murder and violence against black men and our and our larger community. So if you think yeah. about what happened to Emmett Till, he was at 14 years old. They dismembered his body. Um, yeah. Police officers dismembered his body because a white woman just accused him of making a pass at her, which she later came out to say was not true. Yeah, and that was only so a fuck few. That, bitch. that was only yeah, that was only a few years ago, right? right? Yeah, so that was, was just a few, a few years, years ago. ago. So she can suck my whole dick, but um, whole damn thing. Don't leave nothing out. <laughs> don't don't let no, yeah, don't let none of it catch the air or nothing. <laughs> Put it all in there. Just yeah. So it's like for me, um, I'm somebody when I re- like I hate. I hate when there's accusations of rape in general because it's always just going to be a very difficult thing to for anybody, right? Especially the court of public opinion to discern because it's like you were not there, right? And so right. You, you're going to take you're going to take what you receive and you're going to um, make an opinion about what sounds most believable to you, um, and and that can always be really tricky and messy. And so for oftentimes I just reserve 
my opinion on those things unless it's like something that's just like extremely graphically like uh, and and extremely graphic and consistent maybe with the person's like past behavior of maybe assault and other things like that that's the only time I could then lean and say okay well maybe the person did it but I don't really yeah. like to jump to conclusions about what anybody has done and especially I'm I'm more sensitive to that because of the history um, of black men having to grow having to go through this and a lot of black men who are still in prison till this day um, off of false accusations I mean if we look through the rape charges that a lot of these black men who are in prison for um, and like started to uncover a lot of those ones that um, they were accused for in the past like they, and those are coming out every day like every day you're finding new stories about oh this man from 1942 just got released and they just overturned his like his rape conviction like yeah, seven exactly, years later right? and now you know now he gets to live the last two years of his life didn't didn't the guys <laughs> uh this is one of the things that covered like when i first got onto radio free brooklyn the guys from uh the central park five yeah um, they oh, just God. they just got out like what 20 like uh, last two years ago at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. and they lost their basically their whole lives. Life. they got yeah, arrested at 16 mm-hmm. 17 like mm-hmm. over false accusations yep because when we take um, as a society and as a country, we take we put so much value in what white women say, especially if it's against black men. And so I think that that's something that is, you know, really fucked up because there are also white women who have been raped by black men. There are yeah, women and, exactly. and their stories don't deserve to just be shut down because of that history. But because of that history, it just kind of makes you have to really like, you know, take be patient in your rush to judgment um, about things when you don't know the full de- when you don't know all the details yeah, so exactly um yeah i mean i hope that uh justice is served in the direction that it's supposed to be served in i will say this i'm glad that it's not true because mm-hmm. when i first seen when i first saw the headlines i was like man like i was kind of on the fence because mm-hmm. initially we all love chris brown right he's obviously everything he touches is gold his music mm-hmm. is amazing um and we seem to have really forgiven him for mm-hmm. what happened back in 2009 right and but i was just like man like could this possibly be true because he has the mm-hmm. hi, viol- the history of violence against women mm-hmm. but right. luckily you know we didn't have to go down that rabbit hole right uh, luckily right. someone came out and <clears throat> kind of mm-hmm. you know dispelled any allegations right any rumors that he was involved so mm-hmm. yeah uh, exactly and i feel like you know Despite the history of violence against against women, I've actually never heard of anyone accuse him of sexual assault. Yeah, which is in, you know interesting considering yeah. how long his career has been, and considering how that could have been an interest that could have been a very convenient narrative to just have slipped in before today. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't seem like, at least from what we know, any type of chronic thing or like situation like R. Kelly where people are like, oh, there's whisperings or yeah, mumblings exactly. about you know exactly. shady dealings with women yeah. in a way that is sexually abusive. Um, so I don't like to I don't like to rush to judgment to assume that because you demonstrate a certain like abuse of power in certain ways in your relationship with women that it extends to then rape because I do think that's yeah. like that it, it I'm, like I'm not I, I won't be surprised with someone who is abusive also who who is um is also found out to be a rapist but I don't think that the two are necessarily causational yeah so um I didn't want to definitely rush to that judgment either so I'm happy that we didn't you know yeah. have to as, as a man go through that. It, I'm gonna ask you like mm-hmm. is it wrong that the first thing the first thought I had in my head was man Chris Brown don't need to rape nobody is that mm-hmm. is that wrong like yeah, like, actually, is it? Is it? Oh, I'm gonna say terrible. yes because oh. because you know because 
Chris Brown could just walk into a club and, you know, grab 10 girls. And, right, and, right. And 11 out of 10 of them is going to want to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, the only reason why I don't like to use that particular narrative yeah. is that because rapist often has, has to do a lot with power. So mm-hmm. it's a lot less to do with, like, your ability to pick up women. Mm. Um, so, you know, us actually, re- you know, recently has come back to surface. Um, a young man who at- attended school with me had been accused of, like, sexual assault times and times over. And he's attractive tall yeah. well-educated had a great job you know and um all of the women's stories were consistent and uh i believe them so um and he was he was attractive he had everything going for him right and oftentimes you see that right and right. that plays into um that plays into the manipulation that a lot of these predators um execute with these women because they know that people are not going to believe that uh, because they have all these things going for them, that uh, that that they use that in to their favor to be sneaky and to exert their power. Yeah, so, um, exactly. you know, so it has a lot less to do with like what they can get and what they want to force out of somebody um, to prove something, to prove something that's been lacking, oftentimes rooted in their childhood. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. And oftentimes when you see a lot of high profile like rapists, they have a lot of money, power. Sometimes they're attractive, and yeah. um, so it, it just goes to show. It goes to show that even if you have everything, uh, sometimes you just want to. Sometimes if you're a predator, you just want to take things. Like you don't want to have to like actually work for it, and it wouldn't be that hard to work for it. You have no, money, not at all. But <laughs> you know, it, taking it just feels a lot better, I guess. Um, for some people, yeah. I I can't begin to pretend that I understand that mentality, but. So, so I'm a yeah. fool for thinking that way. I mean, I'm not going to say a fool. No, you didn't have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say a fool. Common misconception. Um, Common misconception. But. I guess it's the mm-hmm. typical like man reaction to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like this bit line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, We're going to we're going to play a couple songs and we're going to come right back. Uh, Nick Cannon is not too pleased with Travis Scott. We're going to get into that. <laughs> it's lit. Coming up on the other side of this break, you're tuned in to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. And Addie. And Addie. <laughs> yes, and Addie. I guess the second best in the world because, <laughs> goodness. Well, I have the, the first five <laughs> slots. So I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> okay. Nah, but but we'll, be, we'll be right back. Coming up right now, we got Lost One by Ricketti. Yes. So now you wanna show up. Now you wanna count me, text me, page me. Now I wanna. I finally move on it. Now you wanna roll up. Now you wanna text back. You took me off home, huh? I remember being stressed. I remember being vexed. I remember being pressed. Push it to the left. Yeah. Then I remember I'm a boss. Remember I got the sauce. Yeah. Had to leave us alone. Yeah. yeah, I had to dust you off. Uh. Lost her, yeah And now you're feeling like you're 
Yes, that was Ricketti with Lost One. You can find that on all streaming platforms. That song is fire. So fire. Shout Yo, out to Ricketti. Word. Shout out to Ricketti. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. I need to get Ricketti up here. Just yes. Out there. Someone, anyone in the room that might know her personally could, uh, you know, drop a, <laughs> drop a uh, good word for, you, for your boy. You yes, we're going to get her up here. <laughs> soon come, soon come. Yes, yes, yes. So Nick Cannon, Travis Scott. Uh, mm. I wouldn't say it's a beef because Travis Scott hasn't responded, right? But Nick Cannon had some some things to say. He, uh, some, some charged words, yes. Um, for Nick, the young rapper, yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon isn't too pleased with Travis Scott's decision to perform at the upcoming Super Bowl. I'm Team Colin Kaepernick all day. To me, I call it cultural equality. So we're not mad at Big Boy for being on the Super Bowl. He's for the people, but someone like Travis Scott. He's got to walk gingerly. <laughs> then uh, Nick Cannon said, uh, Travis Scott must prove he's for the people. It's more about truly having integrity to who you are in your music, your art form, the people you choose to interact with, the people you choose to procreate with. Cannon said Scott's decision to have a baby with Kylie Jenner wasn't for the culture. Oh, my God. Right. So that's fighting words. Woo. So I just Ooh. wish he would have elaborated in his and I wish and I wish that his points weren't so inherently contra- contradictory. Right. Because he, is it because Big Boy's your friend that you're saying that his action to perform at the Super Bowl is like better than Travis Scott's because yeah. he's your friend and he's <laughs> for the culture? And like so I just want him to elaborate exact on exactly what that means. Like look right, in, right. by no, in no way am I defending Kylie Jenner or um you know I have uh, definitely some thoughts on she, uh, she and her family but oh, um, a lot of people do <laughs> right but at the same time he's a grown ass man so I'm not gonna go ahead and blame the Kardashians for every decision that a grown ass man chooses to make um, I think we can rest that one on him 
Right. And um, and all the people who decided to perform at the Super Bowl. So I just felt like it was just a kind of a weird uh, statement considering that like Nick can't if, if, if the implication was uh, white women who appropriate black culture, then he could have made that more specific. He could have said that more specifically because yeah. he said that, oh, I, I date white women. I love white women. So it has nothing to do with her being white. But then like what exactly about her is what he should have emphasized. Because yeah, exactly. it just sounds like really incomplete and weird. And it kind of sounds like a, like a little like he's hating it. He should he really shouldn't have just said it. I really don't think he should have said that. Or if he was going to say it, he should have said it with his chest. I don't. I think what he did was somewhere in but the murky the middle. Yeah, he told the that line. was weird, and um, he yeah, just what, sounded he sounded a little crazy. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean, Nick Cannon? Like, yeah. His what decision, do you mean? like who you? Why was that even? In, like why was that an issue? Mm-hmm. Like I understand you have an issue with him performing during the Super Bowl halftime show. And that's fine because a lot of people that is a debate in itself and we're going to get into that a little bit later on but that is a debate within itself but what, what does it have to do with okay who you surround yourself with and who you choose to procreate with mm-hmm. like i mean yeah. i guess uh i guess kylie i mean not i guess she does mm-hmm. i mean you can't put the label culture vote mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean the whole thing that she was doing with the the, the plump lips and mm-hmm. it's like hey yeah. Yes, right. who has plump lips already, mm-hmm. you know, and and that was one of those things uh, that people really got down on her. Mm-hmm. But just the Kardashians in general. Right. That's what family, they do. Right? So <laughs> now I, the only person that got a kid with a white man is um, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. Courtney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who, who seems to have more diverse tastes in men, which to me makes more sense. I just think I don't know. I just find it a little like weird that they every single one of them, including the mom. And Bruce uh, at one yeah. point were all so, just attracted to they were all conveniently attracted to black men. And Bruce. So was I that mean, true? sorry, Caitlin. Oh, is that true? That, that black- at one point, I mean, there was there was some rumor. I saw <laughs> pictures of her on a date with some black man. I saw Caitlin on uh, in pictures with a black man. So yeah, I, was like, I, I saw but, that you know, she I'm going to even give Caitlin because Caitlin has now dating a white woman. So she has a diverse taste as okay. well. That's but to me, I just find it just weirdly and oddly convenient confusing. that most of them are just they just. They just are all love black men and they can't yeah. like so. But you know what? That's their preference, I guess. So let me shut up um, <laughs> and keep it moving. It's not about them because I mean, it's about <laughs> Travis Scott. Travis I mean, Scott made the decision. Who to... doesn't love black men, though? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at her. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. We're all well-spoken and um, mm, good looking. Mm, okay. You know. Let me, I'm not gonna get look, into that. <laughs> look, y'all, y'all are cute. You get all your good looks from the black woman you came from. Well, so uh, it's the chicken. And the, it's the chicken and the egg. It's the chicken and the egg. It's but yeah, I'll give y'all. I'll give y'all a little credit. Y'all a little cute. Y'all a little. <laughs> no, some of y'all are mad ugly though. <laughs> like, well, there's ugly. But people. it's okay because apparently being ugly is a trend. Like, <laughs> I heard my friend was like. He was talking to some He's from Texas And he was telling me How his friends are like Yeah I ain't no pretty boy I'm ugly Like he's like I'm trying to be like that And like apparently It's something to celebrate Amongst men so I ain't, I ain't gonna be celebrating that Different right? standards Different <laughs> standards <laughs> They do They do things differently In the south Right You know us, And there us, is a there is a trend towards dating like not that attractive men These days And a lot of the white like, women Are <laughs> coupling with men that uh, You know I wasn't thinking about her checking for, so I really don't mind. The Donald Glover type of guy. That's what they Right. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that young man. But yeah. He, uh, but back back to Nick Cannon. Yes. And his beef. Weirdo. Because then he was uh, like then he ended Scott. the statement with like at the end of the day, it's all about cultural equity. I'm like, do you know what that actually means? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, cultural equity is like pretty much saying that creating spaces or forums where 
different cultures can be represented in. So I just didn't understand what that had to do with the statement yeah. that he made. Um, but it seemed like he was just trying to figure out his way out of that statement. Yeah, like he he his this is a situation where his mouth was moving faster than his mind. Somebody he was drinking and or smoking something. Yeah, and speaking freely, but then realizing that he was like being recorded and people take yeah. these sound bites and they make. I mean, it's all over the news, so. He probably realized his, you know, internal Nickelodeon clock. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's been doing this media shit for a very long time. Yeah, he has. Like, so he knows what to Mm -hmm. say. And I mean, kudos to Travis Scott for like, never he, people will say all types of stuff about him and he never really Mm -hmm, comes out mm -hmm. and says anything about it. Right. Um, And then this and another case, like, why would you say anything to Nick Cannon, I guess? Right. I mean, this this statement really didn't make Mm -hmm. much sense. And I can't really blame like Travis Scott's decision on his preference for Kylie Jenner. Because from what I've seen, I've never really heard. I, I haven't heard like Travis Scott shit on black women, and he dated he dated Rihanna before. What? Um, he was with Rihanna. Travis Scott. Oh my god! Go on the computer and go. Rihanna. Find, yes, he was with Rihanna. Oh my god. Yes, he was with Rihanna. So right now. you know, I don't see it as um. I've never seen him like say anything like negative about like black. And that's really my issue is just don't shit on black women in order to date your white girl. Like <laughs> just that's just date your white girl and just leave us alone. Um. So I haven't, you know, I'm going to just put whatever his decision is on him and not on Kylie, not on the Kardashian family. You know, people like to do that a lot. Um, And yeah, of course, there's a lot of weird things that happen when people end up with the Kardashian family. Oh, yeah. Um, Lots of those artists tend to make weird decisions. But at the end of the day, they still (laughs) make this. They they are adults who are making those decisions. So I think we need to start with them. Oh, yeah. First. A lot of crazy things do happen. Mm -hmm. Like you almost die in a brothel or... You start supporting Trump and oh, yeah, going crazy and you know, mm-hmm. right? But you know, I don't know. Correlation, not causation. <laughs> <laughs> Leave I, those girls alone. I don't know, but it's not just black men because you know Scott was uh, at least the way he was portrayed. Scott's life enhanced by being with him. I mean, it, it enhanced his issues. I think. Uh, I mean, because he was a party. What was he really doing before? He was a, he just he had was, money, right? right? He was a rich. He was a rich guy who was just partying all mm-hmm. the time. Didn't really have to go do a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Kind of had the trust fund and you yeah. know making money hand over fist or had money hand over fist. And mm-hmm. he, you know he got to live a lifestyle of partying and then being on keeping up with Car- with the Kardashians has what well, it enhanced his your profile um, yeah his profile mm-hmm. so he was only getting into more parties mm-hmm. and he was getting more drinks for free and he was you know things uh, maybe it probably caused him to spiral out of control again mm-hmm. this is how they portrayed him i know the magic of editing mm-hmm. you know they could take out all <laughs> the good stuff that he's done and just put you know the bad stuff that that he's done I wouldn't blame it on editing for him. Oh. <laughs> I think that was all him. <laughs> I gotta stick I'll, up. G- I'll give him credit for that. I gotta one. stick up for my fellow man. You know, <laughs> but um, you ain't do nothing. Uh, <laughs> his stop. life, like more or less, seems to be on the upward trend. He's with, um, what's his name? It's Lionel Richie's daughter. Yeah, not Nicole. Not Nicole, the younger one, Sophia Richie. Oh yeah, it's like really pretty to me. Actually, she looks like she's like. She's like definitely like presents white, but she has like black features, <laughs> so it's interesting. Because um, she's mixed, so well, I find her face isn't Lionel Richie mixed? Is he? I mean, I guess that would make sense. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that would make a lot of sense. Because <laughs> um, if, if a mixed person has a kid with a mixed person, doesn't that make you like one fourth? I, I don't get it. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna get into the logistics here. Um, but this is a perfect segue into like the next topic of 
you know, Nick Cannon, the reason he came out with these comments was because Travis Scott agreed to do a, um, to perform Super at the Bowl. Super Bowl. And we see Maroon 5 is headlining. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Boy is performing. I know Jermaine Dupri has gotten involved with the, um, oh. not not the, mm-hmm. uh, the halftime show, mm-hmm. but he's partnering with the NFL to do a lot of festivities in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to start next week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and he's he's come out and said like he doesn't think that now he's he basically shit it on the uh the whole boycott the mm. NFL. He's like, yo, it's not working. All right, let's yeah. so let's try to work with them and figure something out. That was mm. his stance essentially. Now we see Big Boy who's who's gonna be performing, Travis Scott's gonna be performing, uh Aretha Franklin is gonna be singing the national anthem. But this drew a lot of Was it Aretha so I checked, I don't think it was Aretha. No, was Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight is dead. I'm bugging. Isn't she? <laughs> She's dead. Yeah, I'm. I'm bugging. Yes, Gladys Knight. <laughs> that, She's gonna sing from the good posture. When you said that, I like googled it. She's gonna I'm sing like, posthumously. Aretha. And she, cause she, you no, know, cause she did perform. She did perform at the Super Bowl yes. in 2016. Um, she's she's gonna uh, sing the national anthem <laughs> po- posthumously. No, she's. <laughs> she will not be in attendance. <laughs> I hope not. I'll yes. be very scared there. Hopefully she has, you know, I'm sure she has something better to do. She's probably hanging out with Michael and Whitney. Maybe. They probably just kick hey, in and singing, maybe. singing uh, their ass off <laughs> up in heaven or whatever. But yeah, so uh, this draws the question. Because okay. again, I thought this like last season, which was the, the first initial season that Colin Kaepernick was a free agent and then eventually went unsigned. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, I'm going to boycott. I'm going to stop watching the NFL. And that mm-hmm. was the big debate then. I didn't see it so much this season, so I thought it was cool to just be like, all right, I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. talk about it freely. I, to be honest, I never stopped. Yeah. I, I never fronted like I was going to so, stop. So these, these are your confessions. <laughs> Listen, I, I I didn't stop. Nor did I have any intentions on ever stopping. Let's and talk about it. I stood steadfast in my opinion. Ben is anti-black. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm not anti-black. Ben talks does not care about black people. Oh no! <laughs> you know what happens after you say that, right? You're gonna start supporting Trump. I was, I was, I was like, I'm gonna marry Kim. <laughs> That's the next step. No, but the reason I never went for the boycott was because the money that the NFL is making—they're not worried about our dollars. That's that's—they're not worried about our dollars. If they were, Colin Kaepernick would have been on a team. Mm-hmm. They're worried about the sponsorship money. They're worried about the rich millionaires and billionaires that are fans of their teams Mm -hmm. that buy suites. They're worried about the the companies Mm -hmm. that own suites in there and have season tickets. They're worried about season ticket holders. Mm -hmm. They're worried about the average Joe who buys tickets to the game, whether it's 30 degrees outside four degrees outside or 60 degrees outside right so i mean my question though is this so colin kaepernick like he did sacrifice his career right pretty to, much yeah you know and of course he made this decision and this, and he made the decision that um you know kneeling during the national anthem would be the his his way of protesting um police brutality right. really uh issue that affects like Mostly and largely black men, right? So he mm-hmm. he just he decided to take a stand, and this is an issue where, of course, it can affect any black man, um, of any tax bracket. But um, of course, it's mainly going to affect those in the most um, vulnerable of situations. So, at the intersection of 
black and poor that's typical and you know living in the city or like like new york chicago baltimore um those types of places la um oakland right that you're gonna end up in these interactions with police officers in this kind of way whereas you know if you're if you're wealthy and you're black you can often you can often like maneuver and not and not be in a lot of those situations and exactly and so it, it it's kind of like it's kind of like the ultimate sacrifice right because this is something that affects like the community and it was quite a selfish i mean a selfless act of him to like put his career on the line to do it Mm -hmm. so my question is is like you know no one well actually a statement first no one else proposed a a better solution or an alternative you know a lot of people have criticized like oh well you know i don't know if this is the most effective way or blah 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 then it's like okay well then has anyone presented anything else that's one and um and b is like you know i have the question about whether or not like when somebody does take a stand and when somebody does make a decision to mobilize the community in the direction um, of protecting black folks and, you know, make such a gesture like that. Are we obligated as black people to follow suit in, um, in that type of organizing? Mm. I mean, nobody's obligated to do anything. Mm -hmm. It would be nice in the ideal world, in a perfect situation that every black person mobilizes behind a good cause that's going to help move us forward, mm-hmm. you know, but we can even Martin Luther King did just pass. Not every black person was behind him, you know? Mm-hmm. So again, it would be a perfect situation. All of us would come together and say, all right, we're going to move forward. We're going to make a difference. We're going to get behind one leader and we're going to, you know, make our voices heard. Mm-hmm. So you're um, not behind Colin Kaepernick is what you're telling me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I watched football last year. I watched it this year. So yeah. I guess I'm not. I think it's messed up. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely messed up what happened to him. Mm-hmm. I think it's really messed up that. And person, I thought like they were going to give him a slap on the wrist, meaning, mm-hmm. all right, you're not going to play this year, but somebody will sign you next year. Yeah. But to just keep him out altogether, I was a little shocked by that. Right. I definitely feel like he at the time could have still played. Mm-hmm. And as as weeks and months and years go by, then obviously he's less and less valuable to the NFL because you can't be out of the game that long. Right. Especially at the position that he plays and just come back and be effective. Mm -hmm. What I always felt like should have happened was the players should have Mm -hmm. said, you know what? We're in the black players. Because in this situation, you wouldn't need the white players to to come together Mm -hmm. with you. If all the black players said, you know what? We're not going to suit up because we feel like you guys are blackballing Colin Kaepernick. We feel like he's good enough to be on somebody's team. So we're not going to suit up because at the end of the day, the money, the sponsorship money, the suites, the season tickets, the TV deals. Mm-hmm. It's all because of the black players mm-hmm. or like it's the, the league is 70 percent black. So if 70 percent of your league is gone. Mm-hmm. Then what are, what kind of product are you putting out there? You're gonna have to go get guys who weren't good enough to be in the league in the first place, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be a crappy product. No one's gonna want to watch, mm-hmm. and that would have made them suffer, and that would have made them say, "All right, guys, let's let's hey, someone take a look at this guy. Someone get him signed. Somebody, right. you know, so do something." Right, and like I mean, I agree with you, but I I agree with you in theory. Like, that would make so much sense. But in practice, like, you know, considering that a lot of these, a lot of, like, the men, the black men, even the poor, like, the poor white people and people of other races who end up in football, it's often, like, 
not everybody just enters football to get like you know their asses beat every day for yeah, no opportunities <laughs> like you know yeah. so you do it for some sense yeah, of reward getting your ass beat every day is inevitable though right so. <laughs> you do it for some sense of reward whether right. it be a scholarship or a yeah. good salary an opportunity for you to get yourself in a better position economically that yeah. you know that you or your family may never have experienced before and oftentimes that's where you see a lot of these um, teams recruiting people and so mm-hmm. it's just like this constant conflict within the as black people that you know I don't like to place too much value judgment on because it's like you know I um, I understand what it's like to come from a family that you know is upwardly mobile but like struggling to figure things out you know my parents are immigrants and like they want like at the end of the day you want to survive right you want to make sure that you have you are taking care of your family you want to make sure that your immediate family is good above all and so that's a that's like a tough it's definitely a tough uh ask for anybody right to sacrifice their livelihood um for a cause that has no definite uh return yeah and um and so like i i don't have this like anger or hatred or you know I'm not I can take I can take my personal feelings outside of like what they chose to do or not or didn't choose to do because there were certainly some players who did stand up with um with Ka- with Kaepernick and they still like Neil and yeah, Eric Reed right the first guy who knelt with him mm-hmm. and, and so he, like yeah. shout out to them but I can't you know I, I don't want to really go around with this self-righteous attitude like saying that everybody should do it too um because I understand like the, the back and forth I wish you know that more people would do it though I do wish that more people would have stood up for him like you said I wish that more of the players did come together and did stand behind him but I understand it's a very difficult it's a very difficult ask and that's really what that's what change requires though you know it yeah. requires you to dig deep into um, and to make those difficult decisions but oftentimes when people have to make those decisions um, it's not from a place of abundance they often have they often make those decisions from a place of not really having anything so it's easy to sacrifice when yeah. you don't have things it's a lot harder to sacrifice when you have all the things you ever wanted so I think this is an interesting um, kind of back and forth which leads me to think like you know all these people performing for example Chloe and Hallie uh, Beyonce's yes, Beyonce's yes, girls who yes. are the star- wonderfully talented young ladies there's stars of grownish young black girls who, I mean, have been completely unproblematic. I mean, yeah. the, probably the most unproblematic young people I've seen in a while. Uh, so this is like their first controversial thing I've ever heard about them deciding to perform. And I think they're going to uh, perform America the Beautiful. So I oh, think, are they? Yeah. So I think that that's interesting. Nice. I'm um, looking forward to that, actually. We'll see. I mean, I just think it's interesting because I heard that when Travis Scott agreed to perform at the Super Bowl, that Jay-Z was like, no. And that Jay Z didn't want him to. That's what the that's what I saw in reports. Is Travis, is Travis Scott I don't know signed that, by Rock Nation at all? Like I don't he, I don't know the relationship there. Jay Z, but you <laughs> know he's Jay Z's the OG. What you mean? Who the hell are you? He's the OG. You got um, billions, nigga. I'm trying to get to your level. <laughs> yes, I'm a so, performer at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, I just think it's interesting that Beyonce's proteges are performing. You know what I mean? Considering yeah, that, yeah, um, Beyonce was like, look. I right, get, I ain't get y'all no type of real gig. For yeah, for grownish. And I mean, and they're so. so unproblematic that you literally cannot cancel these girls. Like, no, you, yeah, exactly. You literally cannot cancel Chloe and Hallie. So we can't go around canceling people just because they do one thing we don't like. Yeah, I agree with that too. I don't really believe in cancel culture. <laughs> people trying to cancel Gladys Knight. I'm like, you can't cancel Gladys Knight. Yeah, how you gonna cancel? You Gladys cannot cancel. It's too late. <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure Gladys late. Knight got bit by an bit in the ass by a German Shepherd back mm-hmm. in the day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, what? <laughs> oh, 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 stop. <laughs> stop. 
No, not the not the riots. No, that shit. That was too far. Oh, did I go too far? German though? Shepherd. Isn't that the, the, the German dog? Shepherd? Isn't that the dogs that was releasing on the? Uh... No, it was certainly that German Shepherd. <laughs> yes. Um, but she was like, I, I, she had mentioned in Billboard that um, she was like, she wants to give the anthem back its voice to stand uh for that historic choice of words. The way it unites us when we hear it and free it from the same prejudices and struggles I have fought long and hard for all my life from walking back hallways, from marching with our social leaders, from using my voice for good. I've been in the forefront of this battle longer than most of these voicing their opinions Mm -hmm. to win the right to sing our country's anthem on a stage as large as the Super Bowl. So people seem to have very different interpretations of what freedom looks like. You know what I mean? And I think that you know, what we were sold and especially in our history and textbooks was this symbolic type of freedom that Gladys Knight is speaking to here, in my opinion, um, which is that like we have the chance to be on the same. We get we have the chance to occupy the same spaces as white people. To me, my freedom does not look like that. My freedom is not like, how can I occupy the same spaces yeah. uh, with white people? It's about really being free, meaning that uh, the white person next to me can assert a certain moral authority over my life. They can't decide what to do with my body. That's freedom to me. What we, what I choose to do with my free time, if I choose to hang out with a white person, if I choose to hang out with a black person, really does is really beyond the point. Right. Um, and so for me, like, you know, as a black community, we've actually never been on the same page about what freedom looks like. And we've never had a chance to convene and talk about what that actually means to us. And that was one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest failures um, and the aftermath of the civil rights movement was that we just didn't have that opportunity. And that's a longer story because that wasn't our fault. Uh, the Black Panther Party did as much as they could until they were taken out by the government. So anyway, yeah, let me <laughs> let me get off of this tangent. No, it's it's great. It's great. That's why you're here <laughs> to, to have those moments. But you're absolutely right. And again, like, I don't know what the the point is. I don't know how long is this boycott's going to go on. And it's mm-hmm. just going to be a topic, a short topic for black people and and especially amongst celebrities because this is not the last time the NFL is going to ask you know the uh, um uh, black artists to mm-hmm. perform at their halftime show yeah and it's definitely not going to last going to be the last time because right. they want that audience who wouldn't usually like there are Travis Scott fans who don't watch football mm-hmm. they're like oh Travis Scott's performing yeah I'll, exactly. I'll watch I mean his song that was the number one song last year exactly so his song with Drake. Um, and just you know one more thing is that well two more things they, like none of the performers get paid for it so that's another thing um, so it's like damn you're not even getting paid for it so it's just like wait they, they don't get not, paid oh, for the Super Bowl wow um, so it's not even like a financial thing it's doing, more of just like you know I guess doing it just to do appearances it. I mean but you know clout means a lot like yeah having, it does raise your profile like having that, it raising you know, your profile oh, yeah. there's a invaluable piece there with yeah. being able to say you've done it Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just wanted to just mention all of the performers who were asked, mm-hmm. but decide decline. Um, so Adele, woo! <laughs> why Adele decline? I don't know. Adele, Adele's the truth. I know she's the truth, but what? Like, why she decline? Why she said no? Cause she ain't not with the bullshit. She was staying with Cat. She ain't drop an album in four years. <laughs> she and she she don't want that smoke. Um, Pink decline. She don't want that smoke. I think Pink did one before. Anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I think she was brought out, not headline, but mm. Cardi B, because you know Cardi B is not with the bullshit. Uh, Rihanna, because consistently unproblematic. 
Also, um, Rihanna has not dropped any. What is, what is Rihanna going to perform? Rihanna could perform. I don't give a. What's she going to perform? Rihanna's coming out with an album this year, so oh, she is that confirmed. Would, she could perform one of this, her new. Is this she, wish? Yes, is this wishful she said thinking? it. No, she said it in her Instagram comments because people were bothering her, and she yes. replied 2019. Now we don't know exactly when. Oh yeah. In so 2019, she just, she just bought herself 12 months for us to forget. She did. For us to forget that she said that. But she posted a, a Snapchat or an Instagram video of her in the studio bopping her head. So things she, are moving. She gonna, she gonna go out there and, and hand out uh, lipstick and slippers. <laughs> She's getting her coins. Are, oh, are you mad she huh? has too many businesses? <laughs> First of all, there's no such thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be one of the dumbest. Okay. Daddy. That's gotta be the dumbest question I've ever exactly, heard. Exactly. Like, right? I've listened back to some of my interviews and I've been have him have moments where I'm like, wow, why would I say that? Yeah. I, I've never had a moment. Exactly. Like that that was a very so many, dumbass question. Have, and then you and then you go back and you repeat it after like Soldier Boy tell him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh That's Rihanna so, yeah. decline and Rihanna Jay-Z. don't got no music. So <laughs> like nobody wants to, nobody wants to see her, see her go up there and sing umbrella and and, and uh, you know unfaithful. Speak for yourself. Like <laughs> Speak for yourself. First of all, her uh, her last album definitely didn't get as much shine as it should have. It was what underrated. What was the last album? Um, um, what was it called again? Um, was it Unbreakable. Um, no, it wasn't no. Uh, oh my god, I forgot. Was that the one with the, the cover where she had all the drawings on her and stuff? Um, yeah, yeah. What was it called again? Anti, anti. Yeah, that was a good album. Actually. Yeah, it was really that good. Was good that was so good if she just saying anything on anti, I don't care. It's the relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's Man, very relevant. Listen, she ain't dropped nothing in a minute. She don't need to be performing. Uh, <laughs> oh, and just one more point was that Travis Scott apparently had said that he had consulted with um, Colin Kaepernick and had said that Colin Kaepernick was cool with him performing and he had already discussed it with him, which apparently was a lie. Yeah. Uh, because Nessa took to Twitter. Oh, to- <laughs> Nessa. <laughs> to say Nessa. that, no, there's no mutual respect and there's no understanding for anyone working against Kaepernick, period, capital well, I think if I wonder, and this is like a rhetorical question because mm-hmm. like we got to move on, but like I wonder if will people let this go if the NFL loses the collusion case and mm-hmm. they have to give Colin Kaepernick a fifty million dollar check? Will everybody just be like, all right? That's cool. Like I, I always wonder about that. Mm-hmm. But um, we gotta take a quick break. Uh, we may or may not have a guest on the other side. We will see. <laughs> right here on Ben Talk to the Best in the World, Ben Lewis. Ow, ow. Addy in the building. Yay. So Boom Podcast. New episode is out, right? A new episode is out. We're now on iTunes. So Uh-oh. you just go to So Boom. S-O-B-O-O-M. I was like struggling to spell that. Podcast <laughs> on iTunes. We got, we're on season two. It's, a, it's two black girls graduated from Harvard. Also former roommates. We have a lot of shit to say about politics, pop culture, music, and all the fuck shit that happens in this world. So, uh, Check us out. Yeah, Addy again. That's that. I iCloud iTunes money. Man. I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Please run me my checks, iTunes. <laughs> it's what you feel tingling in your bones. Motivation. It's all you. Light a fire up under it, watch it boil over. False promises, premonition, and sleep disorders. These decisions been weighing heavy to conscious tilt. Never phase me, just fucking pain me. The pockets fill. Motivation to see the hatred on all they faces. Hide it with a smile, these fake friends all imitating. Through a symphony, Pistol Pete ain't no missing. CC, you caught up in misery. 91 till infinity. Stepping up this ladder, they gone throw stones. Only want you higher than them wearing the halo. Speaking fake. Bulls, the truth be told. 
Neo in the matrix, I stand alone. I've been stepped on, hustle, street schemes made me wiser. Fire up inside me, that number one supplier. Staying in it through the punches, 12th round, land a knockout. You nine to five working, dog, I never fucking clock out. Dreaming about the top down, fine wine and calamari. Ask me what the time is, I am the party. Raise it up like Lombardi, fuel up in the engine. Fucking with a bad girl, rear suspension. Twitter mentioned up in Dubai, bumping loud, call me Mr. Worldwide. I'm never slowing down, throw a roadblock, I'll fence hop and swing from the trees. Grow wings out the arms, fly overseas. It's natural why they hate, I'm what they wanted to be. Keep on wishing on your stars while I sweat and I bleed. You could try and fucking drain me, I'm prone to a leech. Belly the beast, cheers to the feast. Now we eating, feasting on the bones from the prime. It's that one shot taker like when Kennedy died. I've arrived, then they turn a blind eye to a prophet. If they ain't, let me in. Iron fist, get to knocking down. Somebody half of me If you want me in your city You gotta ask for me I'll probably catch a gray White before I catch a Z You used to have to break Night to even be close It's like you gotta take flight Before they repost I need a break I don't need hope I might just change my name again A Spanish shirt from the East Coast The way things going Ain't no telling I'll be flowing down off here saying to a felon When you this generous They think you conversating with Ellen It's that boom back Moon rap Straight to the melon Let's go If you ain't playing no in it What you even playing for See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for If you ain't playing no winning, what you even playing for? See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more, more When's the last time you received something you needed that you ain't had to pay for? That's free air, free air I like that, like that That's free air, free air, free air, free air Free air, free air it's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air. It's free air, free air, free air, free air. Free air, free air. It's free air, free air. Breathe in air on a daily basis, and without it, you can't live. So, you know, it kind of brings us back to what do you take for granted? And that's what I think about when I think of free air. Okay, let's be clear, it's not trap. 
It's a breath of fresh air for my hip-hop cats It's not that, I just hope they heard my song And I've been working so long that I miss my naps Okay, find a rapper that could go word for word with me At least someone a third of me A few you new niggas worry me You don't know me, you either know of me or you heard of me uh, From the city that don't sleep After this, I better pile up give me my own beats They're like, tell him why you mad I'm like, tell him why you passionate And if he from Queens, tell me why he absent then. And if he really Spanish, tell me where the accent went I ain't even in the pocket yet, I'm just tapping it Pocket check, but it don't have to be foul We just study it, then let it go back into the wild This is small rap this is Mr. Wonderful in a hard hat Giving back to the shark tank And it was all free With all this ghostwriting going on It feel good to say this was all me If you ain't playing, no way near what you even playing for See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more More When's the last time you received something needed That you ain't had to pay for If you ain't playing, no way near what you even playing for See, nowadays we tend to do less and say more More When's the last time you received something needed That you ain't had to pay for That's free air, free air I like that That's free air, free air Free air, free air Free air, free air That's free air, free air Free air, free air Free air That's free air, free air Free air, free air Free air, free air That's free air, free air Come join us Michael Jordan, jumping from the free throw line. Bombay! Yes, 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 we are back here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben talks with the best in the world, Ben Lewis, Addy of the So Boom Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I deliver. You know, I go out there, I get the best <laughs> guests to come through here, man. Mr. Warren went. Mm. Hold on, let me let me let me get the, the resume out the way, man. Uh this is off the top of my head. You know, uh what is it? TRL. Oh. Uh so you've been on Sirius XM. Sheesh. Uh your music been on Hot 97. <sighs> DJ Self been giving you spins. Gwinning. Uh shit. Uh man, what am I missing? What Feel am I missing? Free to add. Go uh ahead. DJ uh Who Kid been spinning your uh your records. Mm. Uh no, not really. We'll talk about it. Okay, okay. Um, um, oh, what I what I miss, man. He got the he got the album. Let me know when you done. I got he you. got the album out. Album is quite as kept. Yeah, quite as yes. kept. You forgetting BT Jams? Oh yes, BT Jams. Shout out to BT Jams. They about to um premiere my new video, maybe off the okay, album. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all gonna. Yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah, we here, man. Honey Seven Power One Hundred Five Series XM. Uh, Metro FM, YFM out in uh, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, MCVU. You know, BT Soul. Nick Music. Yeah. Now, yo, your career really picked up after the first time you was on my show. I just, Ooh. I'm going to give you the floor right now to tell you, to tell me how thankful you am, that you are of, uh, you know, how <laughs> Yo, Ben, let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you why I rock with you, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it take a lot Hold for. On, let, me, let me get this on video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, go ahead. It, go take, ahead, a go lot, ahead. it take a lot for a man to be able to salute another man. You know what I'm saying? Let's just let's just keep it real. So when we was at um, you know, shouts to Johnny, right? Um, we was at Johnny Patrop, right? I'm saying it right. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was it was the listening yeah, party. Was, last name is bugged out, you know. Yeah, Johnny, Patrop. I love you, bro, but you're <laughs> bugged out. Anyway. But um, yeah, so we was over there and I'm playing the joints and you're like, yo. Like, I feed off that, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like that's I the energy that, that yeah. I feed off of, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, it's different from somebody be like, yo, man, that was dope, man. It's yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. cool. <laughs> you know, but when you're like, yo, I know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and right. energy travels. So it's always going to be love. And then, you know what I'm saying? You know my brother, Riser. You feel me? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm that type of guy. Yeah, man. I, yo, you know, I had to sleep in my car that night. For real? Yeah, I got too. I got way too fucked up. <laughs> It'd be <yeah>. like that. <laughs> It'd be like that. I, I, just, had some I got to the car. I was like, you know what? The road shouldn't be, uh, you know, spinning. So <laughs> I linked the seat back and I took a nap. Yeah, for about three I think hours. it was warm that uh, around that time. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was warm. Yeah, God bless. Um, you know, even if it wasn't, I was I was way too messed up to notice. Nah, but, of course, uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I had to sleep in the car that night. Damn, that's crazy. But that's crazy. That that's where we met, and yeah, yeah. man, heard heard when your records playing, and you did it respectfully. Like you didn't hijack the listening party. I don't like doing that. You waited once it was dying down. He's like, "Yo, you mind if I play a couple of my like?" I, that was very. I know it's like that was real respectfully. I was like, yo, that's that's dope. He could have came in here and just like, all right, turn this shit off. Hey, let's play my music. Nah, bro. I don't be do yo. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. On everything I love, I never really like to play my records, and I'm gonna tell you why. You crazy as hell. What you mean? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna <laughs> keep it. Records. I'm gonna keep it tall. Okay. I'm one of those guys that the only way anything could take me out of here is if there's something in the room. That's doing way more than what I'm doing on the level that I'm doing it at. Mm -hmm. You feel me? With yeah. all due respect, I mean I've worked hard for it, so I'm gonna claim it. Yeah. But um, I don't really like playing because usually like the room shifts. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I mean, you was there. I played the joints and every like everybody. Yo, yo, I got wild numbers that day. I don't even. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we kept in contact, you know, and all that. So yeah. I really don't like it, man. I, I don't want to impose, man. If it's your floor, it's your floor. Yeah. When it's my floor, it's my floor. Definitely, yeah. man. I see you perform with the uh, on the Who's Next, the Hot ninety seven yes, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. Shout out to um, oh, DJ Stacks, man. You know what I'm saying? DJ Stacks, DJ Enough, heavy hitters. What, what was that? What was that experience like? Just having your name there with a major, like you know, station like Hot ninety seven, and you're performing at this show. What was that like for you, man? It felt like it was supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no funny. There's is very few moments um as of late that got me to really be like, oh shoot, you know, mm -hmm. this is it. Um I was actually supposed to be on that show from a year ago. So I had a lot of time to think about what I'm gonna do. And as the moments, you know, were passing, months were going by. I'm just waiting for the news It never came yeah. So after a while It was just like right, I'm about to put this work in man Cause I already know Something gonna happen Next thing you know It's happening <laughs> And that day itself was crazy Because it was like You know My DJ You know Fronted Homie hit me like A half hour Before I was supposed to go on Talking about Yo, I gotta go home and all that. It was crazy. A half hour, bro. Nasty. I, I had a bad day. She'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a bad half day. hour. Yo, bad days. Huh? So then my my style my stylist was supposed to come through. He ain't come through, but my man came through. Shouts to significant problems. You know, one of the people that sponsored. You were still fresh that day. I, I yeah, seen, no, I they came the through in the clutch. Yeah, yeah, they came the through. They came through in man, the clutch. It was still, it was still fresh. Yeah, and they came through in the clutch <laughs> with the with the you know what I mean the little windbreaker joint. So I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My man put roses on there, but I was like, fuck it. Whatever, we're gonna rock. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was dope. So that energy was transferred. That shit was built up from a year. It wasn't mm -hmm. like 
I was just doing my thing and then yo, you got a show, it's the Honey Seven Who's next where I could be like, oh hey. And I was like, yo, y'all been fronting. So when I get on there, it's gonna be yeah. terror. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. You know, it was dope. It felt right though, like I said. You got any questions? Yeah, Eddie? I do actually. So, you know, it just being in this industry, oftentimes like it's not enough to just write rap or write or sing. Like oftentimes it's a call for artists to branch out into new domains, you know. Uh, we're not gonna say that. Uh, we're not gonna say that it's um, not okay to have too many businesses here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we think it's okay for Black people to have many businesses. Of course. So what else do you? What else do you see yourself doing? Um, definitely getting into acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout outs to Ralph McDaniel's and G Town the Barber. I did a movie with them about maybe like two years ago. I don't know what happened. I think some happened with the editing, but it should be coming out hopefully this year. Rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, also to. Uh, I, no funny you know shout out to my uncle Mark Reset because um he he had did a movie called Invisible and it actually got me my first IMDB credit so oh, okay, you know okay. <laughs> so you're on the map <laughs> I mean yeah you know unintentionally nice. but um so yeah I definitely will you know get into those pursuits that's actually as far as entertainment goes that's one of the things I want to end off with you know what I mean like that's yeah. something I could see myself doing till I decide to be like I'm good you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying music I'm gonna put a certain cap on it yeah but um but yeah, acting. Uh, I definitely want to get into producing. Um, I definitely think, you know, I need to get in that arena. Because mm-hmm. um, it's natural for me, you know. Like, I, I feel like I can make any artist hot. So I want to be able to know how to make beats and, you know, you know, construct records really from scratch. Well, well I got a couple bars. You know. <laughs> we can figure it out. You got they're, the look. They're not good ones. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we can help you out. You know it's, not, it's nothing like your hair on quiet is kept. But, uh. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. If Quentin Miller could do it, I got you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. yo. So who's been your favorite collab so far? <sighs> not to say the others are not great, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. which has uh, been like the most memorable, not your favorite. You, you, can, say, you can say names. No, nobody's listening. No, no, no. I mean, honestly, bro, <laughs> honestly, honestly, to be honest with y'all, shout out to my brother, Tony Got Moves. I mean, it's special because that's my little brother, you know, and we damn near yin and yang. And um, he's not on the album, you know, but we working on getting his project out. We actually have a record out called Sun. You know, that's what really helped me, like, you know, connect with the DJs and stuff like that in the city. Um, so, yeah, so I think um, that one's probably the most memorable just because it's my little brother. You know, you get no realer than that. And it's like, it's a proud moment. I'm like, yo, bro, did this thing. Like, this is not just a charity thing. This is like, yo, bro, did this thing. Yeah. But um, also myself, man. I mean, not to sound like that, but I really been experimenting with new sounds on this project, and it's been sounding like Warren featuring Warren. <laughs> so you know, but um, I mean, every every feature is special because I don't really do features like that. So if I take the time out to be like, "Yo, let's do something," you know what I'm saying? It it, it means that much more to me. You know, not saying I wouldn't do features, but I don't really think that many people can really enter my realm like successfully. Right, like, cause I don't want it to be a thing where, like, cause it was a time where I used to do records with people, and people would be like, "Yo, son of Dervis, trash." Son of, and I don't think they necessarily trying to say person is trash, but on that kind of sound, I'm doing so much of me that mm-hmm. it just stands out, as opposed yeah. to making a record that I'm able to bring me to the table, but the feature is also able to bring them to the table, and this is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you're so good. 
that you embarrass people. <laughs> That's no. what I, I don't want to say embarrass people. It's how you. It's how you look at it. It's, it's, it's all perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all could look at it differently. I, you know what I'm saying? There's times where I do records and I'm thinking like maybe I, I did a right on it, but I feel like I did a right on it not because my pen, but more so because you know the marriage of my my, my lyrics, my voice, my sound, and the instrumental probably wasn't the best match. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. So you got the project out, man. Quiet is kept. What would you like to? What side of you? Like, what? What was your zone? What was your mindset when you was making that project? I know it's been. I know you like it's something that you. The first time you came on, you talked about releasing it and everything like yeah. that. So now, like, it's out now. Like, what? How have you taken the feedback and and how have you enjoyed like the ride so far from it? Well, I feel like. Um, Alright so I've been working on this project Aside from wasting time Because wasting time I had that record since 2011 Yeah um, And we in 19 So um, I really Kind of really reconstructed it um, Since two, 2016 Going into 2018 And um, the process for me Is like I go through a lot of A lot of shit mm-hmm. You know Everybody go through a lot of shit But I feel like For my standard And my um, Comfort I go through a lot. You know, everybody got different limits. So I go through, I, I was going through a lot, you know, going through uh, breakups, deception, you know, disloyalty. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got locked up like three times during the making of the project over dumb shit. You know, a lot of reflecting, you know, uh, tampering with a lot of the wrong shit during those times. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to let the pain out, you know, but it's beautiful though because it takes a lot of strength. To be able to talk about things yeah. that you want to, or think about them, and be able to control your feelings. Yeah, that's a fact, man. We we gonna get into one of the cuts off the off of Quietest Cap. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about you. You got the music video that's about to release for maybe. Yeah. We we gonna we gonna get into that, man. It's Warren went right here on Ben Talks Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis, Addy of the Sobun Podcast is co-hosting with me today. Warren went in the building. Yeah. Maybe right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, Long Island. But you couldn't see I can understand I got the recipe The one try to you for your energy My love's all yours On all fours I'm on more You are sure I ain't gon' tell you But when I mention rings And it's sad how they used to tell you Things shouldn't be settling Be your medicine Go and tell them then quit with the meddling I'll be thinking baby We could be somebody I'm for it of it and all it does Maybe I could fall in love If I wish it what it was Maybe I could fall in love When I'm with you and we touch Make me feel you I can trust Crazy how we ended up Maybe I could fall in love yeah. Got your body on me, yeah, yeah Keep it G and O-D, yeah, yeah Clean if you ask me. Breathe on your belly. If you see, I don't tell you I need it. I keep applying till you believe it. I don't need someone. I just need the one. Baby, my plus one. Done, then you'll be done. I'm calling. Maybe be my crazy. Think of it and all it does. Fall in love If I wish it what it was Maybe I 
Yes, we are back here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben talks. One went in the building. Yeah, yeah. Discussing the project. Quiet is kept. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for for stopping in, man. Thank you for having me, man. Of course, you know, man. I, I I ain't been easy to deal with lately. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been going through this thing called being busy. But um, course, you know, wrong with I'm that. coming from Long Island and I'm rocking with y'all. I'm here in Brooklyn. You know, I got a love hate for Brooklyn. So what you hate about Brooklyn? The driving. Y'all mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Brooklyn, strong. I love you, you but stay off, <laughs> stay off, stay off the roads. I can't defend that one. <laughs> yeah, stay off the roads, please, man. I mean, abuse the transit for real. I mean, imagine that. Listen, think that. about it. Imagine <laughs> if Brooklyn was the borough that only cabs, Ubers, and buses were allowed to be on the roads. Imagine. Mm. Imagine. Is it, that's mostly what it is. No. There's a lot of it's mo- a lot. driving, yeah. driving Piling out A lot of uns- uh, unlicensed drivers on the roads That is true That's a Fendi so. I used to be one of them <laughs> <laughs> Me too <laughs> Me too Oh man So Quietest Kept is out man What's your favorite cut on the on the album? Yo that's hard bro Because I got a lot for a lot of reasons But yeah. um, I'll say the most consistent favorite Probably has been Um I mean, maybe, maybe it's doing so much for me. It's going to do so much for me and wasting time. So I can't include those, but I probably say would have to say between woulda, coulda, shoulda and love language, just because like I surprised myself on those records. Like I didn't think I could sing, you know what I'm saying? So those two probably between, but then I have moments where any one of those records could easily be one of my favorites is the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So do you think that in this like era of a lot of, you know, rappers getting away with not being lyrical and you being lyrical, like how do you feel like you fit into the industry? Oh man, that um, a that's a great question. <laughs> you stole my notes? She stole uh, my notes. Did you have notes on that? <laughs> she stole my notes. She got superpowers. She, she, re- she, she hacked my email. Ben talks second bro. best I, in the world. I, I, had, <laughs> I had the question right here on the screen. <laughs> Yo, it, no, you did it. That's hilarious. She said the second best. The second best. Silver medal. All right. Nah, um, <laughs> uh, damn, that was that was a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are you going to go ask a man at? What's wrong with you? All right, repeat it, repeat it again. Repeat all right, I'm going to say it again. Repeat you know, it again right for the now, world because it's such a good question. Yeah, right now in industry. Yes. Uh, lyrics yes. is, uh, you know, I, I just want to know there's there's not a lot of, you know, lyrical rappers out there right now. This is a good question. And um, so I'm curious as to Me how too. do you see yourself in the industry where there's not a lot of that going on? And how do you feel like you're going to make, you know, your space? It's fun because mm-hmm. I think I'm a problem. And I know in the past I've kind of low key got outed because of being like too lyrical 
I've heard like you know I used to be on some real conscious shit like some J Cole Kendrick. So then what I just did was like I just literally kind of turned my volume down, you know, smoke some weed, drink some yak. I just chilled and did did my thing and uh, you know I'm I'm loving the the way I'm able to translate, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. It's really fun. It's a great time. I, I can have fun with the music. Yeah. You know, I'm in, we in an era where, you know, experimentation is really accepted. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody's singing, everybody rapping. It's just a matter of what's catching what, mm-hmm. you know, a dude might put out a fire rap record and then he try to put out a singing record and kind of don't do. Yeah. Then he go back to the rap, you know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How rewarding is it for you right now? Like you, you kind of like stuck to your guns with your sound and with the music that you wanted to put out and mm. it's paying off like so much. Yeah. Like, so how rewarding is that to know that I didn't have to go make one of those mumble records. I didn't have to go make a catchy dance. Like I got to be myself and the world is starting to recognize that. It's not rewarding. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Not that I don't acknowledge my accomplishments. Yeah. But you know, I'm still around my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I took an Uber to get here. I ain't drive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I'm not there yet. So I ain't going to allow anybody to feel like I'm there, even though I've done great. Okay. I appreciate it. I salute it. But if I'm being real with you, it's like I ain't done. Yeah. Of course. I'm not, not even there. Not. There's yeah. a lot of platforms that I'm going to touch that. When we get back here, you know, for the third time, fourth time, you're going to be like, yo, you know, and then it might be a little different. You know what I'm saying? When I'm, you know, my driver picking me up from Garden City in my crib, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just left my my little man, you know, you know, or whatever the case may be. I might be in a different space then where mm-hmm. I feel like it's rewarding. Yeah, right. And I'm yeah. just putting in the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't graduate yet. So it just keeps me going. Like I challenge myself. So if my last big moment was TRL, I what's the next big moment? Yeah. No, it's not going to be just TRL. It's going to be something else. You know, I got a placement coming up. You know what I'm saying on a on on big big network MTV. But yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> saying. So like, I got a big show coming up. Yeah. Maybe it's picking up. I got the videos coming. You know, low key. <clears throat> there's like three labels looking at me right now. Yeah, I ain't gonna see nothing off air. Of course, yeah. of course. So further down the line, yeah, yeah, yeah. When everything else is continuing to pay dividends, and yeah. the, the, everything is stacked up to a point where, like, you know, Warren pulled up. He got the you got the the Lambo truck outside coming yeah. coming to Radio Free Brooklyn. Like, what's up? Yeah. I got the Cubans on. Then you, you know it's different. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, I might be in a bigger platform. It don't matter where you at. It don't matter where you at. It don't. It don't yeah, matter. I, nah, I guess, I'm gonna pull up on you. Yeah. yeah you can, <laughs> I might. I up. might give you a chain live. Like yo, here. Well, I like, would. I would enjoy that. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not you understand gonna, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. That, that's rewarding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about I'm gonna hold you to that. Nah, <laughs> and I'll steal the chain right after. Now you take your own. We're gonna hand out chains. Everybody gonna have a chain. Warren, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. I'm dead serious. That's serious, bro. Oh man, we got. I want. We want to get into some more of uh, "Quiet Is Kept." Yeah, let let the people hear it. But you know, real quick, let them know where they can find it. Man, it's available everywhere, right? Literally everywhere. Like anywhere you listen to music, you type in "Warren Went Quiet Is Kept." One word, it'll come up. 
That's right, man. We gotta get into woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah, yeah. Warren was holding some notes in that one, huh? Oh man, oh, listen. Man. They was telling. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I got a single deal off of that, and I turned that down. So, um, but here it is: woulda, coulda, shoulda. Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben talks when we're in the building. Chichi. We'll be right back. Coming for for singers too, man. You doing out here, man? Yo, I just want to say something. What you want to say? There's a young man from the up north who's been talking real spicy, Uh-oh. saying that he better than niggas in the states. 
That little nigga, man. That little nigga gotta understand something. Oh. The home of this shit is in the states. The home of this shit is in the city. You heard? Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You talking about? Of course, I'm talking <laughs> about that 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 guy, man. You talking about Drake? No, I ain't talking about oh, Drake. Drake talking wasn't about? talking stupid like that. Who was talking stupid? Drake, little brother, man. Oh, Tory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he said? Tory Lanez. Corey Payne's. Mm-hmm. Nah. Tory. Yeah. What he said? Yeah. I'm dead ass. He was talking crazy you on his Twitter. He's the best rapper. Yeah, he's not a. He, does he's, he rap? He doesn't he rap. He doesn't rap. He's, That's the thing. How are you the best it. rapper? You don't rap, bro. Yo, <laughs> listen. Just know this. Just know this, right? Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that, you know, I'm all over the place talking crazy and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I got a. I got an interview coming up, right? And I'm gonna take that time to address that. <laughs> Just know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I didn't even hear that he said that. He's crazy, bro. He's crazy. He's crazy. Like, he got to catch something. Everybody catching something. That's how I feel. Like, hip hop has got so soft. Yeah. And it's so disgusting. It's like somebody say something, oh, you're wrong, da 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 da. And then people issuing apologies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you this right now. The moment my money is straight, like, M's good, straight, I don't got to work again. If I ain't already, I'm everybody's a target. Everybody. That's what I'm wowing. Wowing. Yeah. Because, man, damn. Off air, man. I ain't even going to talk. Okay. <laughs> some, some shit is up. You can open up. Right He's like, open up. I've been drinking, right? <laughs> it's okay. Nobody's listening, Warren. Speak. I mean, nah, there was a situation. Speak situa- your mind, Warren. There's a situation I had, man. I don't know. I don't know if I should be talking about it. There's a situation you, I had. You already teased the listening. You might as well. <laughs> nah, but uh, you know what I'm saying? I pretty much like yeah, I mentioned before the who kid situation. Who kid didn't even drop the interview. Wow. Like so he just like we found it. <laughs> like his man's like, let's say it's, you got a YouTube Ben Talks. Yeah. That's your shit that you pumping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Guppy films it. One day we searched up Warren when Ben talks and came up on Guppy's YouTube with 100 subscribers. Your drink got a quarter mil, yeah. half a mil. You ain't never air it. Word. And I found out that they be doing that up there. And that's that. He's at XM, right? Yeah. Oh, that's foul, man. Yeah. So why waste your time? Like, Stuff like that get me upset Because why waste your time And sit down with the person And talk to them And do all of that And then you're not gonna drop it <sighs> Actually you know it's crazy I, I just I really I went through uh, A situ- a similar situation I was um You know Jack Filler Yeah Well I was on his show Crazy um, I was on his show Party and Bullshit Me and um My other My old co-host And He Never dropped the interview Crazy Ever Like you can't even find it Like it's not even on Someone else's page You know He just didn't drop it I'm not even sure The cameras were rolling When we was talking That's wild You know You had Thriller Gang And I was a part of it right Really Yeah Yeah I don't don't really Bang with that dude Nah but 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 let me tell you Yeah And It was a crazy concept You know what I'm saying And you know what Salute to Jack For trying to make That move happen But the thing That's the problem In this game Is that these guys Some of these guys Are too Either complacent or they've allowed their position to really take over their spirit in a negative way to where they think that they can move with certain people a certain way. Yeah. And it got to change, man. 
it got to change. We got to be able to to grow with each other. We got to be able to scold one another. You know what I'm saying? I got to be able to say to you, yo, why'd you ask me that question? I got to be able to say, yo, you was bugging for interviewing so-and-so or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. be able to say, yo, you was bugging. You know what I mean? Like, And of course, like I feel like in this world today, 2019, we all adopted this I don't give a fuck mentality, but how can we do that when we, you know, in one way need one another at some point in life? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You doing your radio personality thing or whatnot, you know, you need things happening in order for you to be talking about it, for yeah. you to have a job. You need yeah. people working, people that you know, people that you don't know from an artist standpoint to be working so you can talk about them, so you can have these guys up at you. You know what I'm saying? Like little yeah, yeah, shit yeah. like that to exactly. the big shit. So I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I don't know. But hip hop has gotten soft, industry's gotten funny, niggas is moving wild, and niggas has gotta be on it. I'd rather a nigga tell me like that's why I fuck with self. Shout out to DJ Self. That's why mm-hmm. I fuck with self. Self is the only DJ that look me in my face and tell me, yo, you can't you can't just get my contact like that. Like you you can't just go straight to the top like that. Like you gotta warm the record up and get it hot. Excuse me? But yeah. I respect it. There's yeah. guys giving me their numbers. I'm calling them, yo, who this? I'm like, wow, I got you a drink and all. So, shout out to Self. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept a dude could come up to you. you, yo, can I come on your show? You'd be like, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I don't think you fit the criteria at the moment. I get, yeah, I have to say that all the time. No, but say yeah. it. No, I know. I say, no, I do say it. Because then what's ill for you is when six months later, when homie just got his placement or you heard that same record on the radio and, you, and then y'all get together, you could be like, yo. It's like it's like boom. Like I seen uh Flex had an interview with Meek and then Meek was talking to him about the Drake thing and he said you yeah. gotta apologize and then Flex apologized. Those are those are beautiful moments in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, yo, we had a problem. Now we able to get over it and let's get to the bag. Let's let's bust these records open, let's do these parties, let's entertain the folks how we supposed to and, and get to it. Yeah, exactly, so, man. Yeah. Well, Warren, it's six thirty. Mm-hmm. Let me get the let me get the uh camera going, you know. <laughs> It's six six thirty, and I've been teasing for the last couple of days that I had a big announcement that I was going to drop right here on Ben Talks today at six thirty, ladies and gentlemen. I got another live show coming up. It's called Ben Lewis Presents All About the Art Volume One. We got some confirmed artists going down Friday, March eighth at Pine Box Rock Shop. I've done two shows there already. If you've been to the two live shows we've done, they've been a great, a huge success. But this one's going to be a little different. This is all about the art, all about the artists, all performances. And we got a couple artists confirmed, man. We got Johnny Petrop. We got Convo, mm. who's going to be performing. He just dropped a record. That's that's crazy. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it yet. Nah, nah. Shout out uh, to Convo. That's my big brother. Right yo, there. Johnny Petrop, Convo, Prince Twine. We got Brendan. And we got TYB. Mm. So those are the artists confirmed. We still got more I don't want to drop everything, you know what I'm saying? But tickets will be on sale tomorrow morning. Okay. The link is going to go up. Ben Lewis Presents, All About the Art, Volume 1, live from Pine Box Rock Shop. is going down Friday, March 8th. Tickets on sale tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Mm. That's the big announcement. Listen. You might have some surprise guests on there. I might have some surprise guests, man. You never know, man. Come through, you know. Do a little sad. You never know. Just just make sure tickets will be on sale tomorrow morning. It's going to be $10. That's it, man. You spent $10 on a shitty lunch. A lot of you <laughs> listening right now. I did. On some bad weed. Yo. Pff, don't, uh, get me, don't get me started on that. We could do a whole rest mm-hmm. of the show on that. Right. <laughs> $10. 
and you get a bunch of seeds and, and branches in your in your joint. Right. But uh <laughs> not 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 like twig, like straight branches. Facts. Like like a switch. Like you about to get your ass whooped or something. Facts. But anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's the announcement. I'm very proud of this. This is the first one I'm doing alone, man. Mm-hmm. I, um I had two calls previously. And you know, sometimes things don't work out, you gotta move on. Creative differences, yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it was, actually. <laughs> no, that's the term. That's yeah, the best I mean, way yeah. to say it. So you're but, basically Beyonce is what you're telling me. Well, my name is on the show. <laughs> I don't know what much more I could say after Okay, that. bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited about this, man. It's gonna be the first one I'm doing on my own. So uh I'm probably gonna be stressed out, but it's all good. It's gonna it's gonna work out for the best. I'm really excited about the artists we got so far and I'm, I'm really excited about the ones to come man uh i'm so so y'all look out for that 9 a.m them tickets go on sale yes mm. i want to celebrate by playing another warren went record Ooh. Right, okay so so, so you want to pick this one or you want me to pick this one um hmm, you can, see, i want see. you to pick this one what's your no. what's your favorite on this joint and don't pick the singles so don't pick you already played maybe in <laughs> wasting time. Of course, I think we played that last time. I was yeah, saying, yeah, so yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. pick those. No, I mean, um, I told you what my favorite. Not just play it. No, just play it. All right, man. Keep that same energy. Yeah, One went. Yeah, a smooth. What's up, baby? A so smooth. Yeah. Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben talks. Addy in the building of the Soul Boom Podcast. One went in the building. We live right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back.
called me once, what? I had to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Said what's up, mine? Nah, I can't get enough. Not at all. Just making moves, that's how I pictured us. us. In love with that, I swear it's like a drug. Yeah. I'm stacking huns, I like them bundled up. And if you talk, I'll get that nigga touch. Blessing for the team, got the diamond ring rolling on my arm, that's my favorite charm. This is a blessing just to be here Put that energy, you remember me I Had to make a move, make it to the weed Now they were friending me, was my enemy And I was supposed to have been in for the memory Judge me that Yeah, Shout out Long Island, five and six. Listen, it's not, it's not, it's not a lot of uh, Long Island's not out here like that. I am. Yo, you near Rosedale? I grew up. Yeah, like, I grew up in Rosedale. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. like, like Addy, I, I didn't know that about you. I did. I, 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 said, I didn't know that. About I would have never had you here. Stop it. We all from my, Brooklyn look, today. My, my yeah. parents moved us out of Brooklyn because my sister almost got shot. Yeah, look, so she, look, baby got the Brooklyn shirt on. We all yes, from, we're all from exactly. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rosedale was like like ten minutes, fifteen minutes from my crib. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes. From you me. went to Elma Memorial. Nah. Okay. Swanica. Mm. Yeah. I don't know anything you guys just said. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rival school though. We mm-hmm. used to catch wild wreck with with Elmont. Crazy, stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. So so. Uh, just play keep that keep that energy. Yes, 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 keep yes. That, yes. Was it, uh, keep, keep that energy. Yeah, keep, keep that, that energy, energy featuring ain't so energy. smooth. Yes. Oh my five one six. That's that's another Long Island dude. Yo, that's my little brother, man. That's my best friend, um, little brother. So, you know, our our families in the hood are like strong. Yeah. Like my family in their own way have had the influence and their family is had their own mm-hmm. influence. So it's like he's like the prince of the hood. So I had to bring him to the to the table. I had like your little bro, you on the album. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying And he talented You know what I'm saying He dope So you know yeah, I'm gonna bring him here At some point You know what I'm saying We're gonna get to it I just gotta do what I gotta do Yeah for sure Plant, for the, sure. plant, the, plant the flag Once I plant the flag Then we're gonna see A whole slew of shit Yeah I want to I want to definitely Touch on this man Like mm-hmm. If y'all don't know Warren Witt This guy has Who I believe Is one of the Hardest working men I've ever seen wow, thank you. In your corner Yeah And, and, and Sid the Kid Yes man. Sid the Kid My big brother Yes Yo. Sid Yeah this dude is like going, going, going. Like I don't know how he. It's like twenty eight hours in a day for that man. Yo, you know what it is about Sid. This is why we work so well together. Because if I was a manager, I would be him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, there's certain things that you know we both have to work on, and we always encourage each other with that. Like, you know, when there's certain things, I'm like, yo, bro, listen. And you know, same. Um, but yeah, man, he really believes in the art. He really believes in the project. Like, yeah. I dropped this album in September. I'm going to talk about this album and run it till September this yeah, year. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I'll drop the EP. Mm-hmm. Then I'll drop next album next year, early this time. Mm-hmm. But I'm at that point, I, I feel like a big situation is going to happen. Like this year, it feels impactful Yeah. for me and us. So, 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 so you know, your plan is to, to work quiet as kept for this entire year. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You heard the album. Yeah. Do you feel like it deserves to be worked that long. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think this so needs to go. be heard like everywhere. There we go. So I can't I can't think about another project till these efforts have been exhausted. Right. Once I know that the world has gotten enough of quiet is kept, they've mm-hmm. taken it for their own, then I could drop the next project. Yeah. But I'm gonna be cooking though. I'm gonna be cooking. I'm being in the right. studio cooking. Cooking. Like I'm gonna just set up release dates ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Boom. By the way, new EP. Boom. By the way, album. And just work because I'm I'm him. Yeah. That's it. What keeps you like focused? Because with all these opportunities, you know, there's a lot of artists out here working and not necessarily even hitting like the peaks that you're hitting. And sometimes that could be intoxicating to like have that attention and to have all of that access that you have access to. But what keeps you focused writing and in the studio? Love. Like I love my people. I want to be able to do any and everything for everybody in my life. I'm that type of guy. So when I'm at the crib, you know, and like I got it like like so I live with it's me, my mom's, my son, my brother, my sister, my nephew, my uncle. Like it's a big crib, like Jamaicans, you know Jamaicans rock. <laughs> like I wanna be able to like put everybody in their own wing, everybody in their own circle, you know, uh my queen here, you know what I'm saying, Angeline. Um like she just motivates me to be such a positive spirit. Like I never met somebody with so much uh, like purity to them. You know what I'm saying? Even in what could be perceived as flaws, they're not flaws to me. They're just things that you know have yet to be defined. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like when you have such energy around you, you get motivated just off the spirit, just rock. Mm-hmm. You know, sit goes wild hard. Like I want to be able to, you know, retire our families. Like so that type of shit motivates me. So. It's like when I'm doing the music, I just put my heart in it. Like I'm not a singer, but the singing shit has really gotten me through. The, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. really been navigating my my whole route right now. So yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put it all on the line. You know, I got a beautiful son. You know, my son Jalen Elijah. Like that's my heart. Um, you How know, I'm with, he'll be seven in May. Aww. So I want to be able to like, boom, I'm done. You know. Me and baby girl, we on the island. Mm-hmm. Him, you know, he holding down the fort. Like, you know what I'm saying? He he, he inherited everything. We just chilling. We living mm-hmm. off the land like how it's intended. Yeah, man. So I got to go. And that's why I was telling you from before about things being rewarded. Man, I ain't do nothing yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, yo, if it permits, I'll be the president of the world. Like, really to make change. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. So... That's what motivates me. Dope. Yeah, you talk about your queen, you made me look bad. All right. Listen, listen, uh, listen. I ain't never talked about a woman like that. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and this is no disrespect to her. I can say this to her. But before her, you know, bro, it's nothing for me to go out and get it. You know what I mean? What's up? Like, yeah. and lock something down. Like, yeah. Be careful. No, I, <laughs> no, she knows. I, she knows I'm a handsome guy. I'm, she, char- I'm charming. If that hand, I'm, ta- I'm talented. I could you be get wrong. What I'm saying? I could be wrong, but you are Hispanic, right? I mean, no, you're very right. You can tell. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell I, again. I could be. She's a, a Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yes. She could Aqua. be. She could be like I'm Bayesian, motherfucker. Like you know what I'm <laughs> <No>. saying? <laughs> Hell no. Now you can tell, man. You know the Spanish. They got that poise. Like they ready. They just waiting for yeah. you. To just... She also has a pocket knife somewhere. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> and a razor. In a, in a I shoe. Don't, I don't want you to get buck fifty while you're nah, here talking crazy. Get buck 50, trust me. She 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 respects it. So okay. 
it ain't nothing to yo, what's up it's really nothing I be yeah. in the spots bro, and it's like just how I just step in it's like at least one so it's like ain't nothing but when you come across and you acknowledge the, the, the fruit you know you acknowledge the effort that the Lord has put into making this soul yeah you gotta switch it up man you gotta cause you switching it up is only you evolving it's a part of your evolution right. I've never been I never felt like this where I'm just talking about somebody so free like this like, yeah. you feel me like I'm usually like mm-hmm, yep you know I got a whole shorty in the background yeah. where I'm just mm, yeah you know yeah you know I like the girl that da 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 now I'm like nah I'm good <laughs> you know what I'm saying and it feels great like yeah. that, you know what I'm saying like you gotta want to have kids one day you don't want to have kids with just yeah. some John and that's a good mentality know. to have. I was just watching this interview with Swiss Beats where he said that, like, once he got married, like, that changed everything which, for which him. Which time? Um, <laughs> 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 the tea. <laughs> I don't know about which time. I'm, I'm just saying he but... was a whole married before he got married. But he mentioned, oh, he mentioned that, like, stability <laughs> is the most important thing to have once you reach a certain level of success. Because... Yes. You know, yeah. there's all these things coming at you. You know, you have a lot of this attention, money, all of that. And, like, you need somebody to ground you. Facts. So, I, you know, I've definitely, like, resonated with that when I when I watched it. So, yeah, it sounds yeah, a lot yeah. of what you're telling me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Six, it's 645, Warren. We got to take a, a break. I got to yes. do, do Don't At Me. Um, <laughs> don't At Me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, if you, if you don't know what that is, the listeners, Warren, I'm pretty sure you probably don't know what this is. <laughs> So I, I I'm smacked. Let's go. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm someone who gets annoyed by a lot of little little tiny things, mm. and uh, I've I've decided that I was going to use this show as a way of a form of therapy to get Good. these things off my chest. Okay. So I have don't at me. It's a segment where I rant and go off about something I saw just just going about my everyday life. Okay. And it really pissed me off. And it okay. ticked me off. I like this. So you All want me to join with you? Is that what you asking? I mean, if you got one after I finish. I got you. Get ahead. You know get what I'm saying? Get ahead. But, oh, damn, my phone. I'm going to have to edit that part out. Uh, <laughs> but this week's Don't At Me goes to you biological terrorists. The ones that cough in, uh, in the open air and don't cover your face. Okay? The first Preach. thing that I remember my mother teaching me as a young child was to cover my mouth when I coughed or sneezed. But then you have these assholes who don't bother to cover their face when they cough or sneeze, as if everyone just wants to get sick, as if everyone just wants their disgusting germs. You are a terrorist, my friend. This is biological warfare. You're spreading your germs and your sickness all over the place. I went to a restaurant on Monday. And there was a guy in front of me, and he coughed. It was a buffet, and he coughed over the food. What he kind just, of cough? He just it, it was an open mouth, just a hat, like mm. all over the food. And mm. it took everything in me to not punch his head off of his body. <laughs> you are you are grown adults. Don't and don't cough into your hand. You can cover <laughs> your whole face. Right. You have a whole elbow that nobody okay. ever touches. <laughs> But yet, you want to cough in my space as if I don't have to breathe the same air as you, you disgusting assholes. <laughs> if you are someone who coughs and sneezes and, and does any of that nasty stuff in open air as if you're the only person on earth, 
you, my friend, are an asshole. And I want you to take this don't at me extremely personal. I want you to be offended. I want your feelings to be hurt by this. Mm-hmm. I said what I said. Now don't at me. <laughs> my, oh, you guys take the phone. My blood pressure. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So you ready for mine? Yeah, what's yeah. on your chest? All yeah, right. I need, to, I need to relax. So <laughs> in, in today's special edition, right? Warren Wint, exclusive, don't at me, goes to you funny style industry motherfuckers that always want to be up in a brother face, talk the good vibes, and then we be talking about IGs. You give me your IG, I'll follow you, but you don't follow back. And I know everybody in this room can relate to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Bars. Mm-hmm. See, the thing that's a problem with that is that I'm going to run into you again. And then when I see you again, all that's going to be on my mind is why didn't you follow me back? (laughs) And then sometimes I might ask you, why didn't you follow me back? And then everybody's excuse, everybody's excuse is, oh, my bad. You followed me. What? I didn't even know. You know, it'd be crazy. No, I don't know if it'd be crazy. I'm not around you. I don't know if it's crazy. You understand me? I'm just trying to figure out why when we are talking, I'm following you, but you're not following me back. So listen, today, don't at me because I don't give a fuck about how you move and how you think. If you don't follow me back, you're a sucker. You're a sucker. And shame on your parents because they raised you. That was gold. I love that. I, I can see how you could be an actor. You gave me intonation. You gave me all types of range. Well, yeah. you know, I just I just went right before him. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I just, love it. I gave me a depth. A the depth best of in the range. world. I just did the same thing. You know, so I just, you know, you did. We just good, you did good too. we fed off each other. You did, you did but you're a big guy. Did, oh, you're supposed you did to talk like that. Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's crazy. That I'm a big guy. I'm supposed to talk like that. Wow, that's that's crazy. Addy had all these big words to give you. That's great. You know what, Warren? You're not working back here. So you just you just came on my show, taking all my shine. I, but I said this before. I said, <laughs> he knew. He knew he was. I said it. He's also number one in the world. So. Ah. <laughs> you know, quiet, quiet is quiet is quiet is is a good is a good uh record and it's a it's available everywhere yes yes, yeah. yes they, everywhere everywhere literally everywhere except for soundcloud you cheap bastards <laughs> no oh it's on soundcloud it's, listen no, i'll take yes. that back no listen listen it's for the people listen it's for the people this project <laughs> take, is literally for I'll the take, people I'll take it back then yes no 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 i understand but if you got apple music go get quietest kept with the paid subscription yes go do that mm-hmm. yes because mm-hmm. because soundcloud put ads in the shit and, show brother some love yeah. <laughs> Why is Warren talking about toilet paper in the middle of his album? Ah. That's that's what SoundCloud does, you know. Go go mm-hmm. get the record off of iTunes, Tidal, you know, Apple Music, or Spotify. What else is out there? Deezer, yeah, all, all Google of that. Play, yeah, all mm-hmm. of that, all of that, Pandora, all of that. Yeah, yo, this is this this was a good time. 
Yeah. Always. Did, did you have a don't at me? I added? did. You know, I mean, I'm always prepared with saying oh, that. Oh, look. there you go. Okay. 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 Look, okay. We almost went on without letting her speak. She wasn't going to say nothing either. She's going to tell you something. She's going to hit me after, like, yo, you I'm going to tell you something. I've been blessed in my life. Let me tell you, God. You are Hallelujah. Good. Hey, amen. Hey. Amen. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, God has blessed me with abundance, right? And mm. I think God has blessed me with abundance because I'm one of those people who really believes in reciprocity. Mm. I really believe Whoa. I'm sorry. that. Yeah, Sister, can I believe you, in reciprocity. I believe in reciprocity. That means that means that I'm not a tit for tat. I'm not a petty ass person, right? Uh, What I mean, reciprocity for me means when if I do something for you, when presented with the opportunity to demonstrate a gesture that's within your capacity, right? Yes. Because my capacity may look different than yours, Right. right? So within your capacity, if you're presented with the opportunity to do something to show your appreciation, gratitude, because if nothing else, go with gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't take that opportunity, it's really a slap in the face. And let me tell you, I've been, I, I cut off a lot of very disrespectful, a lot of very ungrateful people out of my life last year. I had a whole friend, you know, who I paid for her fucking abortion. Whoa. Pay for the girl's abortion. And um, and you would think when presented with the opportunity <laughs> to demonstrate some type of appreciation, some type of gratitude, right? I, all I said was that I just needed some space to process some childhood shit that I was going through and that I needed just some time and some distance because she was a very needy bitch. Um, that I would get that space. I didn't get that. And instead I got, um, she was mad at me. You know, she, she had all these things to say about me. Um, and I, and I thought that that was very ungrateful, you know, somebody who got you out of a very bad situation because she could have had a child with the spawn of the devil. And, um, I helped her, uh, to move past that, to move over that hurdle so that she can continue about her life. And you would think, that when presented with the opportunity to demonstrate some gratitude, something, something, some at least appreciation for, uh, or at least accepting of the fact that I just needed a little bit of space that she would comply and give me a little bit of that breathing room. But uh, that was apparently too much to ask. So fuck the ungrateful. Um, (laughs) I'm done with that shit because I'm one of those people. I'll just give and give and give foolishly. And not anymore. It's 2019. Um, I'm doing things differently. Yo, what I liked about that is that <laughs> it just felt like you ain't cursed to, to, to that very yeah, statement. Right? And you're like, so fuck that shit. I'm like, oh shit, this is the part where it turns yes, up. You got to get it clearly. Yeah, you pay for so, abortion. Look. Mm-hmm. I did that before. I ain't going to lie. I did that too. Look. Just. Years ago. Mm. Look, some people just ungrateful. I'm not your man. I know fuck you. So I was like, you yeah. know what I mean? The audacity to I me. I was I like, I wouldn't pay for it if it was mine. Okay. <laughs> and people don't understand. People don't understand me because like, I'm not. You know, I've changed. I'm not the same person I fucking used to be. But if necessary, mm. I can be. So like, no. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Shit, I believe in that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad oh, you don't. Man. I'm glad you don't believe in abortions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Warren Wit, man, it's been a, a pleasure having you yeah. here, man. Yo, listen. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's, bro. it's been a, it's been a, it's been an eventful it's been an eventful uh, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? So yeah. uh, it's you, always a love, man. So yeah, and love. Then, you know what? You, uh, ben talks is a lot more fun environment than uh, when you come on Brooklyn Bandstand, you know. Cause this this is this is my this is my uh product my vehicle well not the studio but you know right. the show and everything I mean damn near bro, bro. I ain't gonna lie I you, you the reason it. I'm here 
I want to say it, but uh, <laughs> you the reason I'm here, so you might as well be the PD or something. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you said it, not me, but uh, <laughs> and like I said, if I we make if, if we make that, the world. if we could, if we can make that other move happen, then it's that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. But yo, definitely appreciate you coming through, man. I'm here, I know. man. I came in the Uber. Yo, says so from Long Gangsta. Island, bro. Gangsta. From Long Island. Right. That's crazy. Because I've, I've I've trooped here from Long Island before, and it's not. A lot of people don't do it. Yeah, it's not easy. You it's know what's funny? Easy. People in the city be like, damn, you live in Long Island? That's mad far. And I'll be like, nigga, what you be thinking when I come to the city? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it the same shit? Yeah. But yeah. Yo, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, my brother. We gonna we gonna let the we gonna let the music play us out here. The last one, what we we gonna play? Can I play? Pick it? Yeah, 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 for sure, bro. All right, let's 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 jump into the um let's jump into that fantasy. All right, we got fantasy coming up right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben talks coming up. What's up, baby? Coming up right after this is Hair and Now with Rachel C. It looks like she's got a live band, and they're gonna be. I'm pretty sure they're going to be rocking the show. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for Harry Now, Rachel C., the best in the world, Ben Lewis, Addy of the Sobun Podcast. What's really I want to thank my guest, Warren Wynn, for coming through. Cheer, cheer. You said fantasy, right? Yes, sir. That's right. Yo, it's fantasy. Off of Quiet is Kept. Go get that available everywhere. I'll catch you all next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
feeling good. <laughs> I ain't die. Ain't no fantasies for me, baby. My shit real. <laughs>